0: Welcome to the Mindful Moments for Families and Schools podcast. This is Kelly Winkler, your host. If you are a parent or a teacher who would like to have a more peaceful, calm, and centered environment, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, we will learn to weave yoga and mindfulness into your daily routines to help both you and your children be able to regulate your emotions, feel connected, and be resilient. I'm excited to share these incredible tools with you. So let's get started. Welcome back to Mindful Moments for Families and Schools. This is your host, Kelly. I'm thrilled today to have on my first panel interview. I have three wonderful ladies from the company Kitting Around Yoga, and they're going to tell us all about Kidding Around Yoga and what they've been up to. And now I'd like to introduce the ladies that are joining us today from Kidding Around Yoga. First up, Amanda James. She's an accidental yogi, public school teacher, and mom. She stumbled into her first yoga class when her first child was born, and 20 years later, just keeps practicing. She's been with Kitting Around Yoga since 2010 as a teacher, trainer, and writer. Next up, Sine Hamilton is a proud mother of four and founder of Be Mindful Yoga. She believes children are our most valuable commodities and deserve to experience the magic of yoga. She is a certified K teacher, 200 hour and trauma-informed yoga educator. And next is Christy Fisher, a trainer, yoga teacher and former preschool teacher. She believes we need to introduce our children to yoga and mindfulness early on so they can be prepared with these tools for the rest of their lives. Currently, she works as a trainer and licensee director for Kidding Around Yoga. She also teaches yoga to children and adults in her community of Gig Harbor, Washington, where she lives with her husband and two boys. I'm thrilled to have these ladies on and so excited for you all to hear the wonderful things that Kidding Around Yoga is doing. Welcome, ladies. I'm so excited to have you. You're my colleagues and friends, so it's always exciting to have on people that I know personally and that I work with. And uh, let's start out with Amanda. Why don't you give us a little background information about kidding around yoga?
1: Well, hi, Kelly. Um, okay. Kidding around yoga started in 2010. So, way back before mindfulness became a buzzy kind of trendy word when yoga in schools still made people like grasp their pearls with worry. (laughs) Um, so that's when Harris Lender started it and she had been a yogi for a really long time. She, uh, had her training at Yogaville, which is an integral yoga ashram in Virginia. And, through her own children she was you know teaching in their preschool and their Montessori school and was in there all the time kind of honing her skills figuring out the best class outline that works for the most amount of children and realized that this is something that more than just the 14 kids at this Montessori school need it's something the whole world could really benefit from so she formalized it as formal as Harris gets. And, uh, she formalized it into our, our golden ticket, our outline and, um, began holding workshops in the St. Pete, Florida area. And I went to her, I think it was the third one, maybe way back in 2010. Yeah. My yoga studio owner, I was teaching adult yoga and my owner was like, Hey, we could use kick classes here. Why don't you go take that training? Okay. So off I go. And two and a half days later, I was all in Harris couldn't get rid of me at that point. And um that just kind of blossomed. She had trainings there and then it kept spreading and spreading. And then hired trainers. And now we've, I think we're on every continent. I mean, outside of amazing, America, obviously. But <laughs> that's next. I'm going to claim that as my own.
2: Um,
1: So that's kind of how it started. Just this little, you know, just a mom doing her thing, doing the best she can by her kids and realizing that there is, there is a need for it and uh, filling that, that space. I love it.
0: And this past year has been such a struggle. The world has just gone through so much. And I know that Kay, as we call Kidding Around Yoga for short, um, had to respond with some changes and um, so let's talk about some of the things that were spurred on by this past year.
2: Um, Thank you for having us. So yeah, I mean last year was a pretty treacherous year um, globally um, and in K was definitely impacted by all of the things that were happening in our world, and you know the unfortunate deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor um, on such a national platform just issued in a different level of awareness um, to a point that I, I don't think it had ever been uh, presented this way before in in our country. Um, As a Black woman navigating um, this world, I've always known about racism, but I think those particular incidences, those two particular incidences made a lot of people and corporations as a whole just stop, pause, and really take a look um, at what the culture was um, prohibiting, or should I say uh, perpetrating, as well as our maybe our unintentional roles Um, that we were playing um, into those uh, societal what had become norms. And so Kay really wanted to uh, take pause and look at themselves as an organization to see what they had done and what they could do better um, to uh, help the people that were being impacted the most, which is the biopic community. I mean, the black and indigenous people of color, brown and people of color. And um, you know, those, were the, um, those were really the people who were being impacted the most. Um, being disrespected, being harmed, um, and just not really supported. And so yoga is really one of those resources of embodiment that promotes peace. Um, It promotes love and it promotes justice. And um, Harris and Evan um, wanted to stand up and and make sure that kidding Around Yoga was a a true representation of what yoga embodies. Um, And so therefore, um, we decided to do the hard work Very hard work um, of looking within ourselves to see where our own personal biases lied um, and what roles we were playing to um, the racist culture and white supremacist culture. And uh, Kidding Around Yoga really committed to do the work. And in doing so, the Justice Task Force uh, was created. And um, there are several layers to the Justice Task Force. One of the, the first missions of the Justice Task Force was um, doing content review. And that was really going back Um, to look at all of the kidding around content, our songs, our lessons plans, any material that we were supplying our certified teachers with to really go back, look at that information and see what could have been uh, what could have been causing harm to some people um, unintentionally. And um, that took several months. But, you know, we took the time to go. Word by word by word on every single thing to um, even as much as re-recording some some songs and information or just taking things out completely um, if it if it did not align with what the company's vision was um, the next thing was was you know really committing ourselves to self-study um, as leaders within the organization um, providing additional training to all of our certified teachers through K for All. Uh, to make sure that they were going out into their communities and they were really teaching uh, and promoting inclusion and diversity. And then uh, also, you know, we created the scholarship fund and the scholarship fund uh, was really born out of the need to support those underserved, disrespected, harmed communities, right? Um, Yoga is such a beneficial tool. And uh, a lot of those people in those communities don't have access to the resource. And so the scholarship fund is designed to give teachers certification Uh, to be able to go out and teach in those communities. For example, if you want to become a kid and around yoga instructor, but you can't afford to take the training, you can apply for a scholarship. um, And if you are awarded for the scholarship, then you can in turn go out and support those communities that we feel needed the most. And then lastly, um, you know, well, not lastly, um, I think the scholarship part is um, twofold with fundraising. Um, we now have efforts to raise money. So with every course that we sell through Kidding Around Yoga, um, T-shirts, um, you know, we ask for a $5 donation um, to go along with all of those courses to continue to support and fund the Justice Task Force Scholarship. And then lastly is the uh, community outreach. Um, we are cultivating programs right now for teachers all over uh, the world. If they want to be able to go out and reach those underserved communities, they can apply for funding and resources to be able to go out and do the critical work um, that Kidding Around Yoga wants to support. So we're doing a lot uh, when it comes to promoting peace, love and justice for all.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. It is a lot and it's such great work and, Really wonderful to see everybody come together in the organization and really try to move the organization forward in the in the in the best way possible. And on on a twofold over this past year, uh, we also are in still in the middle of a pandemic, and that also affected Kidding Around Yoga in in lots of ways. So Christy, do you want to take that piece on and let us know how how did Kay have to adapt? As far as the pandemic goes,
3: yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that we um, that that we feel we do we do well is 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 training people who are interested in you know becoming certified to teach, and you know we have these two day trainings, and these were happening you know quite literally all over the world. We we were providing these two day trainings. Well, when everything. Kind of got shut down. We weren't able to to have those trainings, and so we fortunately had an online platform in place. So we had our online Kidding Around Yoga training, um, or OK, and um, so we really focused a lot of efforts into um, shifting all of our trainings online and 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 creating um, a multitude of additional you know, virtual mini workshops and, you know, other ways for people to, uh, to, to study and to, to learn about, you know, these, uh, these things that we're, that we're teaching. So we did that. Uh, Also our, um, our educate program, which is a um, professional development program for, you know, for educators that are interested in learning how to implement yoga, meditation, and mindfulness into their classrooms and into their schools. We were able to take that, professional development workshop that's normally a six hour in-person training. And, um, we, we took that all online hundred percent. So, so everything that we're doing now is, uh, is online and it's, and it's worked, it's worked real well. Um, and, and we're excited about, um, you know, continuing to, you know, create even more content and, uh, and develop what we've, what we've already, uh, developed so far. That's amazing.
0: I love that, yeah, you know, the company was able to sort of adapt. Like you said, there was already uh, an online platform, but the fact that we were able to, um, you know, make it even better than it was uh, is incredible. And as you brought up the educate, um, and Sine already mentioned about getting out into the communities and the, the underserved areas and educate is another way that we can get to those underserved areas because we can get to the schools um, where we can reach a broader range of kids. So I think that's an important piece that educate um, connects to the community outreach as well and so I want to just dive a little bit more into that piece and um, maybe Amanda you want to tell us a little bit more about the educate curriculum and how that was developed and how that's a little bit different from the kidding around yoga training that sure. is the two-day training or
1: to be a fully yeah so educate is like christy said a six hour um used to be in person but now it's a virtual workshop for classroom teachers but also for anybody who works in or with a school so social workers we've had cafeteria workers, custodial staff, principals, you name it, bus drivers have come to these uh, workshops. And really it came from a need, a straight up need. Um, We would have K two day teacher certification trainings in places. And a lot of times there were classroom teachers who would attend looking for ways to bring, I don't wanna say efficient, but honestly efficient practices to their classroom to keep kids energized and engaged. And so we realized that we're kind of sitting on this huge mountain of activities and proven techniques to quickly help kids find that center of calm. And we distilled it all down into the ones that work the best in a classroom. And the coolest part is, is Educate was written by educators for educators. So I came from like a middle school, high school background. I taught dropout prevention programs in middle school. Uh, Melody, one of the other creators, she came from an administration background. And then Kelly, And Christy, we have PE in there, we have preschool in there. So really putting it together, it's one of my biggest joys was putting it together because I I know that it's powerful. So in those six hours, teachers learn hands-on techniques. Yes, there's a lot of theory that we provide and a lot of science, but really it comes down to here are 10 meditation activities you could take to your class this afternoon and make a difference with two minutes. Here are 10 breathing techniques. Here's when to use them. Here's what they do and why. And so instead of a teacher leaving with, you know, a a book full of, well, these sound great. These are some nice ideas. What do I do with this? They're leaving with practical, immediately implementable tools to create a properly energized classroom. We don't want them to be, you know, dial tone with no energy, but we also don't need them vibrating. <laughs> we need somewhere in the middle and it's teaching to me, the most valuable part, the one that I always go past my, um, we have like say 30 minutes for one particular subject. I always go way too far on meditation because for a lot of the people coming, this is a new and, and somewhat odd concept. I can't sit still and meditate. Mike, have you seen my kids? There's no way they're going to, but then they see it in action and that it doesn't have to be sitting quietly in a corner in Lotus position, levitating. Like it can be <laughs> a moving fun practice and the kids, they feel it viscerally. They know the difference from when they do it and when they don't. So can I share a really quick little anecdote about it? So when yes. I talked, I had, um, fourth graders. And I've only, I only came in one time, just like a pre, we had, we have a lot of Florida standardized tests down here and it stresses kids out. It stresses teachers out. So the teacher had me come in and just do a quickie 15 minute down and dirty. Here's something you can do before your test. So a little, a a little boy afterward, when we were talking about how they felt he said, Miss Amanda, because we're in the South and that's what we say is Miss Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Before I did this particular meditation, my brain felt sticky. Oh, wow. Isn't that a great description? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. my brain feels sticky a lot. And then after he said, My brain felt like it was full of buzzing bees, which I'm taking as a positive because it just had that energy, that aliveness in it that took 15 minutes and a lot of that was just me you know getting to know the kids and so now he has that in his pocket forever forever and what a difference that would make if we all had that going through puberty or before interviewing at college or today when your family's making you a little bit nutso <laughs> cuz you're stir crazy been with them for the last year It's just such a gift we can give them. And the more teachers we can equip with it, and bus drivers, and cafeteria, everybody who works with kids, and schools are where it's at, I can only imagine the difference it's going to make compounding year after year after year as they
3: practice it.
0: Yeah, such powerful tools. Yeah, go ahead, Chrissy.
3: Yeah, just for a second. So so to speak to a couple of things that Amanda touched on, you know, she talked about just taking these, these pieces, these, these practical tools. I think that's the thing that, that, um, that I love so much when I present this workshop is hearing back from the teachers saying, I, this is stuff that I can go in my classroom tomorrow and, and begin to implement. And um, I, I, I taught a, a an educate, uh, workshop recently. And I did the first section cause we split it up into two for this particular school. And so I had one section, one, one week, and then a week later we, we regrouped for the second half. And there was a, I believe he was a kindergarten teacher and he was fantastic. And he, he jumped on immediately. He's like, Oh my gosh this particular breathing technique that, that we, that we taught, this is bunny breathing. And he's like, I am obsessed with bunny breath. He says, we did it all week long. My kids loved it. It was great. (laughs) And so, you know, it's coming from, you know, a a place of, of being in the fitness industry for years and having gone to a lot of different conferences and trade shows and things like that. You know, there's certain ones that you come away from and you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty good information, but I'm not sure what I can use. But that's what's so great about educate is that you have this, oh my gosh, it's just a wealth of, of, uh, of tools, just a massive toolbox that you can immediately implement into your classroom. And, you know, Amanda talked about the meditation component. This is the other thing is that you know, there's such a wide variety of tools within this that you can, you can look at your classroom and you can say, okay, this, this works particularly well for this student, but I know I've got this one that learns a little differently or that, that needs more a little bit more movement. And so I can, I can try both of these things and, you know, maybe get the same result, but coming at it from a different angle. And so, um, you know, I feel just blessed to be part of, you know, part of the team and, and uh, you know, Being able to present this uh, because it's just—I think the more teachers we can train, again, we've talked about this—the more the more kids we can ultimately reach. And finally, I'm sorry I'm going on, but the, the 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 other piece too that's that's so fun with Educate is hearing the teachers talk about how this not only helps their students but they use the tools too. They're like, man, this has really helped me learn how to just take a moment, take a pause, take a breath. If I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed in my classroom. So it's, it's, it's helpful for the students. It's helpful for the teachers. So it's, it's just great. Yeah, it is.
0: It's an amazing program. And just to add on to that too, is uh, you know, many, many of these students and teachers would never have access to yoga. They, they are from areas where that is not an option there, there's no local yoga studio that they could go to there's nobody exposing them to yoga and for them to go to school which they're all they all have to go to school and get access to these tools is just an incredible opportunity uh, because they they can like you said those they're for their lifetime they can always uh, come back to their tools and so this workshop is just, so incredible in that it can just touch so many people that normally would not have access to to yoga. So that's really, really exciting. And um, I, you know, I couldn't be prouder of, of the, the program. I know that some people are going to be listening and wondering, how can we get this in my school if they're a teacher or if um, they want to bring it to their children's school and they might worry like, you know, with funding, uh, any tips that we can give them on how they can, you know, bring this to their school and find some funding for this?
3: You know, the, I'll, I'll jump in. <clears throat> um, there's there's a, a couple of uh, different options um, uh, that you can look at. We, we actually spent some time with a grant writer who developed some, some templates for us. So if there was a school that maybe had access to, um, you know, maybe there was a grant they were looking into, but they just needed help with the wording of it, needed help with, with writing, uh, you know, the request for it, you know, there's, there's templates that we have that we are happy to share uh, that they can use uh, and everything. And, um, you know, and and there's, there's other options too, you know, even approaching organizations like your school's PTA or or VPO organizations, you know, (laughs) having, having a, a, being, being completely remote for, for school, a lot of the PTAs have a surplus in their budget because they haven't spent the monies on the things that they would normally do activities in person and things like that. So even if a a school wanted to approach their PTA and say, could you, you know, would you consider this as a gift to your, uh, to your, to your teachers? Um, I think that's, that's another, you know, really, really good option. Um, Yeah, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really good. Really good point. And um,
0: there's so many, so many uh, opportunities out there with, like you said, with grants. And sometimes if you just need a little guidance, those, those templates are are there and, and uh, available. So that's, that's really great. I want to get back to a little bit about uh, healing that has to happen over this next year. And from, from just 2020, you know, <laughs> coming into 2021, there's, there's a lot of healing that needs to be done. And I wanna talk a little bit about how Kidding Around Yoga is offering support and encouraging healing in, uh, as we move forward. So from, to Sine, do you wanna jump on that?
2: Yes, um, that kind of ties back to the scholarship fund that we created. And it is really designed to do just that. Um, we, uh, we want people who want to be able to go out and do the much-needed work, and we want to be able to reward them for wanting to do that work. So we want to break down the barrier of lack of funds because we know that right now a lot of people are have gotten furloughed or they may, you know, have gotten laid off completely and don't have a, a source of income to be able to afford the training. And that's where Kidding Around Yoga really steps in and says, you know, we want to be able to continue. continue to create teachers and certified teachers who want to go out and do this much-needed work. Um, And so that's where the Justice Task Force Scholarship Fund comes into place. And um, you know, we look at those applications. We have a panel of uh, team leaders that look at the applications, and there's a couple of things that we look at, you know, the strength of their vision to be able to go out and do the work, the likeliness of them actually going out um, and doing the work, and whether or not there is a true financial need for them to uh, receive the scholarship. So um, our scholarships are limited, so we definitely do take you know, ample time um, in reviewing those applications and making sure that we are selecting the right candidates um, who are gonna go out and do the much needed work.
0: And on top of the scholarship funds, I also know that Kidding Around Yoga is offering an extended uh, discount on their courses during this time to encourage um, the accessibility of these tools. So does anyone wanna talk about that? Yeah, go ahead, Sunny.
2: Yeah, so through the end of May, uh, Kidding Around Yoga is offering 50% off of all of their online uh, courses. And that's pretty amazing. So even if you are someone who maybe you want to apply for the scholarship and maybe you don't get selected for the scholarship, you still have an option to you know purchase uh, the courses at 50% off. I'm really excited about a new course in particular that we have through Kidding Around Yoga, which is our new trauma-informed course. Um, And that course um, also came about as a a need um, to all of the things that were happening in 2020 with the pandemic and so forth as well. And I'm happy to be one of the co-writers on that course. Um, So I know um, personally uh, the impacts Um, of getting that training. It is a very, very good training. It has um, video modules um, and a lot of great factual-based content around trauma in children and to how yoga can help navigate uh, trauma. And we've definitely experienced a lot of trauma um, over the past year.
0: Absolutely. And that's definitely an amazing course. And What a great opportunity for uh, people for the next couple of months to have access to um, such great discounts um, to get access to these tools. So that's amazing. I always like to end uh, my interviews with a little teaching story. So I would love to go around and have you guys all tell me a favorite yoga teacher story. So whoever wants to start can jump in.
1: I already told my favorite one, but I'll tell (laughs) another one.
0: Give us another one, Amanda. You
1: know, every time you teach, there's a story, right? <laughs> um, so I, this was this was back in the day before the pandemic shut everything down. I was in a teeny, teeny, tiny coal mining town in West Virginia doing an educate workshop and a two-day teacher certification workshop. And part of the two-day workshop was we invite the community in for a free kidding around yoga class for all the kids so that the people in the training can kind of see it in action and see how it all fits together. Even if there's, you know, with real kids running around being kids. (laughs) So (laughs) people were coming in and it was really crowded and so many kids and families and like extended families showed up. And then in walked an older gentleman all by himself he he looked rough and so my <laughs> my mom's senses went that guy doesn't belong right you're like why is a strange older man here by himself at a kids class so i walked over hi welcome we're we're doing a kidding around yoga class did you know somebody here or he's like in his i can't even try to do his beautiful accent that deep west virginia accent <laughs> and that no man I just saw that there was yoga happening in this town and I have never been able to see it. I hear about it and I've, where else will I ever be able to see it? And of course I was like, come and be my partner. Right. So I invited him. He's like, oh no, ma'am, I do not do it. I'm not going to touch my toes, but he just sat, it was in a gym and he sat on the stands and just breathed with us. And even though he didn't do the postures, if we did a nice standing tall posture, you could see him sit up a little taller. Exactly. And um, it's just, there's something about the way that we present to kids that makes it accessible to everybody. So I know that gentleman, he left um, before I could talk to him, but I know that he knows how to breathe now. Like there's, where else could he have it? And it was such an honor to me to be in this teeny tiny place and know that there's 17 other families now who it's part of their generational story. Like these kids are gonna remember and grow up and tell their kids. So even if there's never a yoga studio in town, which they're probably, there's not even a grocery store, there's not gonna be a yoga studio, <laughs> then it's made a difference. And. That is the reason I'm on this planet is to somehow make a difference in somebody else's life. So, that's all.
0: I love it, and I got the chills when you when you told that story. That's a beautiful story, and I just I love it. Who wants to go next?
2: I'll go. Um, I decided to become a kid and around yoga teacher because. Um, I just feel like our children are the most valuable commodities that we have here on this earth. And what better way um, to invest in them is, you know, through helping them to deal with stress management and anxiety and all of those other great things. And so I'm so very fortunate to have found Kidding Around Yoga. And I remember starting my business in July of 2019 and it took me a couple of months before i actually got my classes up and running and i have this one particular student and she started practicing with me when she was 8 and she is she is 9 now and she's just such a dedicated student and her mom you know she reached out to me and she said you know she's so shy and I would send her videos of her leading son salutations in class and she would just say I can't believe that's my tia I can't believe that's my tia and so she would just be really you know excited to see how her personality was coming out and how she was exuding confidence and there were a couple of times where she couldn't um her mom would text me and she would say hey we're going to go to the beach this Saturday but she's going to be logging in from the beach so don't worry so she'll take her yoga mat to the beach and she logs Mm -hmm. in and I think for me a, a couple of months ago just out of the blue her mom sent me a YouTube link and now at the age of nine and her practicing with me for a good year she has created her own kids YouTube channel
0: And that is,
2: that is the, that is the impact um, of yoga, you know, and her mom said she tried dance and she tried, you know, a lot of other extracurricular activities, but yoga is the thing that stuck for her. And, um, you know, I would just like to encourage everybody to give it a try. You know, I know there are a lot of other extracurricular activities um, that are out there and some that are way more expensive than yoga. Um, but, you know, just <laughs> let the kids try it um, because you never know what's going to resonate um, with your child.
0: Beautiful story. I love it. All it, right, you know, Christy. It's
2: interesting. So, so, listening to that, yeah, it, it's,
3: you you, you never know you never know what what is going to resonate that is so key and I think it was Amanda that said there's something magical or maybe it was you Kelly there's something magical about the way you know we teach kids yoga classes and that's that's the thing is a lot of people like they may they may see yoga from an adult perspective and like think about the an adult class and they think well wow how in the world, like there's no way my kid would do that for an hour. No, we understand that. We know your kid would not do that. That's why we present yoga through games and music and, you know, these different songs and activities that are so fun. And that's, that's what we really want to do is make this a super fun experience for kiddos so that they do, look at yoga and go, Oh yeah, yoga. That one's that's really fun. I love yoga. You know? So we, 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 we come at it from a very playful perspective and, and it just, it makes sense to kids um, when it's presented that way. So, so that we do, hopefully light something in them that, that will, you know, carry this through, they'll carry it through the, through the rest of their life. So, um, you know, my story isn't, isn't quite as, you know, profound as as either one of those, those were fabulous. I I was a preschool teacher when, um, when I found Kidding Around Yoga and I came back, from my two-day training and, you know, was just on cloud nine and super excited to, to bring it into my own classroom. And, um, and so I I taught pre-K, so ages four and five, and I created, I remember I created this little rainbow array of glitter jars. And um, so I had these glitter jars. And if you're not familiar with what a glitter jar is, it's just a jar with, with water and maybe a little glue and some, some, some sparkles, some glitter. And so we use it to kind of represent what happens in our minds. You know, sometimes our minds are, very calm. But then when you take that jar and you shake it up and the glitter swirling around, sometimes that's what our brains feel like. And sometimes, you know, it's just, it makes it really difficult to focus on the things that are important. So, but if we stop and we we sit and watch and, and do our meditation, do our deep breathing, you know, you can watch that glitter slowly settle to the bottom of the jar. So I would keep these jars in my classroom. And my kids knew that if they were having a moment, if there was a time where they just felt like they were, were spinning their brains were spinning or buzzing you know they knew they could come up and they would miss christy i need a calm down jar and i'm like okay you go take a calm down jar go sit at your table and you know the deal was they could take it they could shake it up set it on the table in front of them and just you know breathe do a little meditation if they want and just watch until it settled and if they needed to shake it again and watch it settle again they could do that and um there was one there's one family in particular who um i had their son in pre-K, and I have since gone on to work with all three of the boys in this family, in in various capacities. One one by way of a mommy and me class, and then another one, the older one, I've had in some of my older classes. But um, I get pictures regularly from this mom of the kiddos doing doing various <laughs> yoga poses, and um, you know sometimes sometimes um, the one that I had in preschool, he's he's great. His mom sends me a picture of him sitting on his couch at home. She's like he was having a moment, and he took himself to the couch and you could tell he was sitting there doing peace begins with me. He was sitting there doing his meditation and his face was angry. He was, his face was not happy, but but he knew that was kind of how he needed to calm himself. And, you know, the, the boys have been, have been diagnosed with ADHD. And, and, but mom mom said that that's one of the things that's really, really helped them is learning how to breathe, learning about, you know, some different meditation techniques that they could use and, um, and so it's been fun to, fun to watch them, you know, progress and, and to continue to have them through the years in, in various classes of mine. So yeah, that's my story. Love it. Very powerful story as well. You all had, that was, that was wonderful.
0: And I know that kidding around yoga has changed my life, uh, you know, in more ways than I can even say. So if we have people out there who are listening and their interest is sparked, where can they Connect with Kidding Around Yoga on social media and all places. I'll Amanda? take.
1: <laughs> um, of course, Facebook. Um, Kidding Around Yoga on Facebook. There are free song giveaways every Sunday. There are links to our blog, which has really got some great information on it for bringing our Kidding Around Yoga proven techniques right into your home with your own kiddos, or if you're running kids classes right now. So the blog is linked there. Um, we're on Instagram with some really fun content there, Pinterest, and we're now on Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> and um, <laughs> YouTube, YouTube videos. Oh, oh my gosh, so many YouTube videos. Christie's the star of YouTube. <laughs> um, youtube videos of course you can just hit play and and the music and the choreography is right there on the screen so you know you're getting a little cabin fever put on a song move and groove and then you're ready to move on to the next thing in a in a more happy way and um i would also direct you to the kiddingaroundyoga.com website because again there's a lot of content there um as well as our shop and ways to become a K teacher or to take some specialty courses because we need all the healers we can get right now. The need is only growing and um, everybody has a gift that they can share with the child. And if one of these courses helps you spark that gift, spread the light.
0: Absolutely. And no you do not need any experience. You can just hop over there and look at all the different courses and start start small if you want to start with a small course and and check it out there's there's lots of resources there and i'll link the website in the show notes so that it's easy for everybody to to click over there thank you ladies so much for for joining me today it was so fabulous having you guys on i really had a good time and um thank you for sharing everything that kidding around yoga is doing
3: thank Thank you, you kelly
0: Thank you for joining me on my mission to spread peace and joy by introducing children and families to the power of yoga and mindfulness. I could not achieve this goal without all of you listening and trying these tips with the kids in your life. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please subscribe and leave me a review. If you would also suggest this podcast to parents and teachers, I would be so grateful. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Mindful Moments for Families and on Facebook at Kidding Around Yoga with Kelly. For more information on my offered programs, such as yoga classes for children and adults, workshops and professional development, and corporate chair yoga, visit my website at kiddingaroundyoga.com Kelly. I'll see you all here on our next episode But in the meantime, remember, take a deep breath.